This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When Sweet Tarts dared to combine sweet and tart, they thought, why stop there? Why not create other exciting and unexpected combinations, like rainbows and ropes, or fruity and gummy, or chewy and more chewy? That's why they created fun treats like Sweet Tarts Twisted Rainbow Ropes, Gummies Fruity Splits, and Chewy Fusions. When you dare to combine, it's sure to blow your mind. Sweet Tarts. Dare to combine. Visit SweetTartsCandy.com to shop now. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to this BBC Good Food podcast brought to you by the team behind BBC Good Food magazine. Hello and welcome to this bonus cook-along recipe from the BBC Good Food podcast. I'm Cassie Best, Food Director at Good Food. This week on the podcast, I talked to Miriam and Barney about the red velvet cover cake from the November issue of BBC Good Food magazine. And I'm going to share that recipe with you now. You can pause this episode at any stage as we go along. You'll also find this and other recipes and features we talked about in the podcast, like the annual Christmas taste test results, in the magazine, which is out now. The prep time is 1 hour and 30 minutes, plus 1 hour chilling. The cooking time is 35 minutes, and this makes enough for 16 to 20 people. So make sure you invite all your friends around. It's vegetarian and a bit more effort to make, but it's worth it. The ingredients you'll need for this recipe are as follows. For the sponges, you'll need 250 grams of unsalted butter, which should be softened, plus a little bit extra for the tins, 250 grams of cast sugar, three medium eggs, 25 grams of cocoa powder, two teaspoons of vanilla extract, two teaspoons of red food colouring, and we've used a gel which has a more concentrated pigment, two teaspoons of white wine vinegar, 284 millilitres of buttermilk, which should be at room temperature, but if you can't find buttermilk, you can also use 275 millilitres of milk mixed with two teaspoons of lemon juice for the same effect. 325 grams of self-raising flour, and one teaspoon of bicarbonate of soda. 
Now for the buttercream and decoration, you'll need 650 grams of unsalted butter, which should be softened, one tablespoon of vanilla bean paste, 1.3 kilograms of icing sugar sifted, 340 grams of full fat soft cheese at room temperature, around 200 grams of festive sprinkles, which is about a packet, gold and pink edible metallic luster dust, which is optional, and eight to 10 white chocolate truffles or other chocolates, which are also optional. For making and assembling the cake, you'll also need two 20 centimeter sandwich tins. If you can use ones with loose bottoms, this will make life much easier for you. Some baking parchment, an electric whisk or stand mixer fitted with a whisk attachment, a cake leveler or a large bread knife, 20 centimeter round cake board, a large palette knife, a side scraper and a cake turntable if you have them, but don't worry if not, a pastry brush, a large piping bag, and a one centimeter star piping nozzle. Now onto the recipe. Step one, heat the oven to 200 degrees centigrade. That's 180 fan or gas six. Butter the base and sides of two 20 centimeter cake tins, and they should be at least four centimeters deep to give you plenty of space for the cake to rise. And line them with baking parchment. Put 250 grams of softened butter and 250 grams of caster sugar in a stand mixer fitted with a whisk attachment and beat for two to three minutes until pale, light and fluffy. Alternatively, you can do this in a bowl using an electric hand whisk. Add the eggs one at a time, beating well between each addition until fluffy and fully incorporated. Step two. Mix the 25 grams of cocoa powder, two teaspoons of vanilla extract, and two teaspoons of red food coloring together in a small bowl or a jug with two to three tablespoons of hot water until you have a smooth lump-free paste. Tip this into the bowl with the cake batter and whisk briefly to combine. Step three, mix two teaspoons of white wine vinegar and 284 milliliters of buttermilk together in a jug. Combine 325 grams of self-raising flour, one teaspoon of bicarbonate, and one teaspoon of salt in a bowl. Pour a third of the buttermilk mixture into the cake batter, then mix in along with a third of the flour mixture until fully incorporated. Alternate between the remaining buttermilk and flour mixes mixing these in a third at a time until everything is fully combined. Be careful not to overmix. Step four, divide the cake batter equally between the prepared tins and bake for 30 to 35 minutes until the sponges spring back gently when pressed with a fingertip. Check they're cooked by inserting a skewer to the center of each cake. It should come out clean. If there's any wet cake mixture on the skewer, return the sponges to the oven for another five minutes and then check again. Don't be tempted to open the oven before 25 minutes have elapsed as this will cause the sponges to sink in the center. Leave to cool in the tins for five minutes, then turn out onto wire racks and cool completely.
Once cool, the sponges can be wrapped and frozen for a month. Step five, to make the buttercream, clean out the bowl of the stand mixer, then tip in 650 grams of unsalted softened butter and one tablespoon of vanilla bean paste. Or you can do this in a large bowl using an electric hand whisk. Beat on high speed for about one minute until creamy and smooth. Gradually add 1.3 kilos of icing sugar, about a quarter at a time, beating between each addition on low speed until just incorporated. When all of the icing has been added, turn the speed up to high and beat for one minute. When all of the icing sugar has been added, turn the speed up to high and beat for one minute. Turn the speed back down to low, then tip in 340 grams of soft cheese and beat until just combined and smooth. Don't be tempted to overmix as your icing will become runny. Step six, split both of the cooled sponges through the middle using a cake leveler or a large bread knife so you have four equally sized thin layers. Spread a little buttercream over the middle of a 20 centimetre round cake board and top with a sponge layer. Spread buttercream generously over the top of the sponge layer so it sticks out over the edge slightly. Top with a second sponge layer and repeat until you've used all the sponges, inverting the final sponge layer so the top is flat. Spread any buttercream that's sticking out from between the sponge layers all around the sides of the cake using a palette knife to seal the stack. Step seven. Next, spread a thin, even layer of buttercream over the whole cake down to the cake board to seal it completely. Once you've covered the whole cake, clean the palette knife and go around the cake again to smooth the sides and remove any excess. This is called a crumb coat, which seals in any crumbs and will make the finished cake look neater. Chill the cake for at least 30 minutes until the icing is firm and set. Step eight, spoon 300 grams of the remaining buttercream into a bowl and keep chilled to pipe with later. Spoon the rest of the buttercream over the top of the chilled cake, reserving a little to secure the cake to the cake stand. Then use a palette knife to spread it to the edge and encourage it to drop slightly over the side. Then hold the palette knife vertically against the side of the cake and smooth over the buttercream, turning the cake as you go so the side is covered in one thick, even layer. A cake turntable can help you with this if you have one. Once you've covered the side, you may wish to clean the palette knife and smooth the top and side again to ensure the buttercream is neat. Or you can do this with a cake scraper if you have one. Transfer the cake on its board to a cake stand using the reserved buttercream to secure it in place. Step nine, place the cake on its stand on a baking tray. This will catch any excess sprinkles. Press most of the sprinkles around the bottom third of the cake in a thick band, sticking a few up the sides in places so it looks as though some have floated away from the band. Use a cutlery or a palette knife to gently press the sprinkles into the cake to ensure they're secure. Then carefully brush any excess from the stand using a pastry brush. Chill for 30 minutes. Step 10. Meanwhile, prepare the shimmering chocolate truffles if you want to use them. 
Tip a few teaspoons of gold luster dust into a small bowl, then do the same with the pink luster dust in another bowl. Divide the chocolate truffles between the two bowls and turn them with your fingertips or a teaspoon until fully coated in the sparkly luster dust. Set aside on some kitchen paper. Step 11. When the cake is chilled and set, stir the 300 grams of reserved buttercream with a spoon to soften and remove any air bubbles. When the cake is chilled and set, stir the 300 grams of reserved buttercream with a spoon to soften and remove any air bubbles. Spoon into a piping bag fitted with a large star nozzle, then pipe a thick, swirled border around the top of the cake. This doesn't need to be exact. Next, scatter the remaining few sprinkles over the top of the cake and nestle the shimmering truffles in amongst the piped rosettes. The cake will keep in the fridge for three days. 